Welcome back to the CLZ Podcast. Today we are breaking down the Scale to 5K framework and why it works so well. It's so interesting because Scale to 5K is something that I have crafted over the last four years and something that hundreds of students have graduated. And a lot of people who are now analytical buyers ask me to break down the framework and why it works. And while it seems so easy on paper, we're going to kind of dive deep into this and talk more about kind of my philosophy, why I do these things, what it creates and those types of things, because it also seems so simple. It's like, duh, and people still struggle with it. So it's a 4C framework because it's easy for you to remember. The first part of this is clarity. Now, when I say clarity, a lot of people are like, okay, I'm going to go meditate in a room. I'm going to go on a silent retreat. And that's not what we're actually talking about. Stephen Covey introduces this concept in Seven Highly Effective Habits of People, and it's beginning with the end in mind. There are a lot of business owners out there who I talk to more and who I just see in the online space who I don't think really had a plan for their business beyond. I don't think they expected it to grow up, grow up, blow up the way it did. And I don't think a lot of people also think about exit plans. When you work in any sort of other industry, it, whether it's brick and mortar or anything like that, one of the things they do talk about is having an exit plan. And exit plans can be selling the business like we saw with Tyler McCall, selling his business to Scott Olford, and then them opening up a paper shop. It could be retirement. It could be going on sabbatical. We saw Vanessa Lau go on sabbatical this year. But beginning with the end in mind is really important. And a lot of my clients haven't thought about where they want to be in 10 and 20 years and thinking about their life as well and some of the life aspirations they have. Beginning with the end in mind can seem very hard if you were someone who is like a day-to-day person. I remember I told someone that I had planned to 2027 and they're like, yeah, I don't even know what I'm doing next year. And the thing is, is that you have a rough plan. You have what's called a scarecrow, scarecrow plan and you tweak it because you don't know what marketing channels are going to change. You don't know how the world is going to be. You don't know these things. But it is easier to work towards a goal than to reverse engineer from that goal back to all the things that made you successful. So that's kind of the first thing that a lot of my clients are doing is beginning with the end in mind and realizing that they need to have a plan for their future and what they want and what it looks like. And that allows you to get a big picture vision because what you're learning in Scale to 5K is just doubling and tripling and quadrupling as you're scaling your business. But if you don't have kind of an idea of what you want, you're going to be trying out all these different things and doing it. Does this mean that you can't change your mind? Absolutely not. It does not mean that you're stuck to this concept or this phase or these types of things. But I want you to think further than I just want to make a million dollars and call it good because that was the mindset that I had in my business. And there were other dreams that have been able to come alive because I started thinking about, you know, where do I want to be in 10 years? Where do I want to be in 20 years? We are very young founders that a lot of people don't remember that. I'm only 28 and a lot of the clients that I work with are between 28 and 35. So 20 years into your career, you're only going to be 48 to 55. You know, that That is like when people start businesses. (laughs) That is when people leave their careers. And so beginning with the end in mind and having kind of a loose idea of what that looks like can also help you build it sooner. You know, sometimes you lay plans for something that's going to happen 20 years in the making and then you get a call the next day and it's like, hey, this is a lot sooner than you realize. So with that, it's also the clarity section is setting yourself up for success. Something that I have talked to a lot of people about and I have literally got on calls with some of my clients and higher ticket programs 
is what tasks you need to do on a daily basis and how can you organize it in a way that makes sense for your brain. Now, one of my clients told me, they're like, it's really shameful because if I was more organized, I'd probably do better, but I don't know how to organize myself. And I literally was like, okay, pull up your sauna. Let's start putting our tasks in and breaking it down daily, weekly, monthly, and ad hoc. If you don't know what ad hoc means, it just means as needed. And starting to plug these things in because there is a cadence of things you're doing on a daily basis, a weekly basis, and a monthly basis. And when you start planning those tasks, you can also start having theme days or what we call is a CEO schedule. Here's the tea though, is that a CEO day in my world is not going and getting your nails done, getting your hair done, or doing those types of things because those are not CEO tasks. Now people are going to come for me in the flowy and feminine space, but you can do those on your own time. You can cut out early. You can do that. I want you to have days where you focus on what you are doing to move the business forward and not just working in the business, in the business as client delivery, doing podcasts right now. This is working in the business and there needs to be time for you to zoom out and think about it because you are holding a vision. Now, if you're not someone who holds a vision, guess what? You can make enough money to hire a CEO to then have a vision holder and to do that, but that would be something that you would put in your plans and when you think about it. And so having a schedule and working your schedule because self-discipline is really important in entrepreneurship. And I'm not saying you need to work eight to five every day or anything like that, but knowing when you're going to do things also closes loops in your brain so you know when you're working and you know when you're off because a lot of burnout comes from working all the time because you don't know what you're doing and you're sitting down at a blank piece of paper every day writing out what tasks you need to do and you're not putting it in or someone's telling you to time block, but you have two little kids. And so there is kind of this game of being able to build it in a way that makes sense. So once you have clarity around that piece, we go deep into ideal client offers and how you kind of want to run your business. I have a client who she has her kids and so she only works three days a week. And when they're at daycare, it's going to look very different for you. When I talk about going deep into ideal client, I'm not just talking about demographics like a lot of people teach. I'm talking about going into the psychology of it and going even deeper and talking about the motivators and why they're buying and what they're doing and how you talk to them and what offers make sense and how your product suite is set up to scale. And these are going to be really important as you continue to grow your business. So from there, we go into connection. Marketing is a game of connection, and what a lot of people don't realize is if you get really good at marketing, you also get really good at sales, but you have to learn both of them in a way that makes sense, and traditionally, marketing and sales are separate, and sales is something that comes at the end. We put sales in the middle because once you get good at marketing, you're going to have more inquiries, and so this is deep buyer psychology creating conversion, attention, and awareness. So talking about the stages of buying, the four buyer types, and how do you sell to them, and what are their motivators, and what does best with them, tangible communication actions, brainstorming, mapping out content with me, and even getting audits around your content to improve your content. Something that I see a lot of people like struggle with is creating content because someone is not correcting it and giving you feedback. And that's something that 
I had on, I had early on in my business and it allowed me to actually be able to get better at copywriting. A lot of people don't realize this, but when I went back to corporate, I took a copywriting course and just reading a lot makes you better at copy. And there are things that you can do inside of your copy that allows it to be easier or things inside of your content. So even thinking about not just Instagram, but blogs, sales pages, landing pages, emails, and those types of things. From there, we go into conversion. I'd be lying if I didn't say conversion was my favorite because I'm a sales girly and I love sales. The number one thing my clients say is that they are so confident when selling after they go through scale to 5k and it's because not only do we talk about front-facing sale, what to say, how to say it, getting an audit on what's working, not working, stories, whatever you're doing, but you also learn how to sell in the DMs if you don't want to get on sales calls or how to sell on sales calls if you don't want to do the DMs and pre-qualifying. There is a method to the madness and with most of my clients, the other piece of this is practice. And so we have one call a month that focuses on practicing these skills. And recently we actually did pre-qualifying practice. And one of my clients literally slid into my DMs and was like, holy shit, I have this person who's messaging me. They also shared it on Circle. And she's like, I feel so confident that I can do this. So most of the time programs are like sales done, let's go when you're ready to build systems outsource to an OBM. That's not actually what we do here. The last one is client success. And so that's focusing on the delivery of your offer and how you can improve it, client situations, re-signing, raising prices, and even more of the operation standpoints so that you can continue to build your business. Because as you're making more money and you're working with that vision, you are going to want to do things in mission income and in the mastermind, like start podcasts, build a website, start a blog, do these other things, or even hire people. And so we need to be prepping for that. Well, this is like super simple and it is taken down to a place where it is not customized to you in the moment as we're talking on this podcast. There is a lot of customization that happens just by knowing you, your offer, what you're doing and all of the videos are pre-recorded. These aren't free trainings that were once on Instagram and now we're putting it there. They are pre-recorded with slide decks, with a workbook so that you can do it. What I found after teaching hundreds of students is that framework is really powerful, but when we can customize it to you and when you can take it and work it and utilize it, that is where the real magic is. Here's the deal is that there is only going to be 40 spots for Q1 start dates for scale to 5k. So if you are someone who is listening to this podcast, you want to go ahead and get started in January, or you have been consuming all the Instagram content make sure you click that link and get your application in because the next time that I will open scale to 5k after Q1 will not be until September of 2024. And you don't want to have nine months of the year pass while you're not making 5k months. So hope to see you on the inside. Drop any questions you have in my inbox and I hope you have a great rest of your day.